0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The Monday After Podcast, right here with Uptown Entertainment. That can be found at the Monday After Podcast.com. Um, we have in the building Will Wright. Hello. Adam Sconeers. What's good? Gaspar Gomez. Hola. Arlie Hendrick. Howdy. And your truly, Justin Reed, right here uh, for the Monday After Podcast. We want. So we started this uh, a little while back so we could talk about we don't have pictures to show of our weddings after the fact like a photographer does. So how do we recount what it was? So this is how we came about that. And uh, so we have right here uh, in our office here, our wonderful new office full with Christmas tree, Ooh. Christmas cheer. Um, and we've been working. So we wanted to sit down and have a, have a cocktail, have a cocktail with us. Shout. Will you? Shall you? I don't know. Have a cocktail. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for the sound effects, guys. <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. <laughs> um, and just talk about some of the recent weddings that we've had. So um, Gaspar is going to kick us off. You said November 6th. Yes. So Keaton, tell me about your wedding.
1: Keaton and Austin McCall. It was a great wedding. Where was it at? Old Cigar Warehouse. I had the uh, great opportunity to actually work with an awesome coordinator, Katie Williams. Events. Dude,
0: we work with Katie... We work with Katie and those a lot. They refer us a lot of weddings. We get to work with them a lot. Um, dude, they're always on their stuff. Mm-hmm. Are they not like, they're always on their stuff. Like working with them is always super, 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 super easy, love working with them. Who'd you work with from there?
1: Yeah, so I worked with Katie. I worked with a, a bunch of groups, um, but actually the photography team was uh, new to me. Um, Beyond the lens photography
0: beyond well. the lens. Li- oh, I see. I see what they yeah. did there. Yeah. Beyond the lens. Beyond, all right. Beyond the lens. Do you know if they're from around here or
1: um, so they are new to the area, um, but I, th- I believe they came from North Carolina, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it was a really great, great wedding. I enjoyed everything. The first dance, the intro, the party, the, the people, everything was great, especially the family. They were all so humble. Everybody was great at that wedding. Yeah, absolutely.
0: That's awesome, man. So Old Cigar, been there a hundred times at this point. Awesome place to be. Yet again, talking about places that have their stuff together, Old Cigar always. It's one of those places, and I tell them, I think every time I go, just because not everybody this is true for, I hop in the car, we're headed there, and I know we're in for a great day. Like, no, there's no good, no big alligator out of the swamp. Surprise going to happen that like totally wrecks things. They are always on it. And I, I think you worked with, uh, what's Hannah, Hannah Wampler. She's freaking great. Hannah man. is amazing. And we've worked there so, t- so many, so long that they, you know, people come and go, um, just like with any business. And, um, Hannah, big shout outs to Hannah. She is, I've told her this and I'll tell everybody here this. She is Awesome, awesome, awesome. One of the best they've ever had in that position. So well, that's awesome. So
1: old cigar lounge. You know, now that we're all here,
0: old since, cigar warehouse.
1: Well, that's a different place, I'm pal. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Old cigar warehouse here. You know, how many times have you uh seen the introductions for the wedding party come down from the stairs?
0: Yeah, it's awesome.
1: Right? Yeah. It's that that that's what I feel very like cool. is, is very special. Very special.
0: Like you got that grand staircase. You got to use it. Yeah. You got to. Oh, yeah. And I mean, the photos from down below and they're overlooking everybody. And I mean, I mean, it doesn't get much better. It's certainly set up quite well.
1: You know, actually, at this wedding, um, I got the bride. I said, you know what? Hey, you know, it's a good time to do the bouquet toss. What do you say we do it on top of the stairs and you throw it off? Yeah, man. She was like, let's do it. Can, can
0: I Can I do that? Do it. Yes, do it. I said,
1: photography team on me and let's go, <laughs> right? Yeah. And we did it. It was a great experience. Captured the shots and she loved it. And the crowd was going wild. It was amazing. Good time. Good time.
0: And see, so you created photos that they wouldn't get otherwise. It's Look at you.
1: What we do, man.
0: It's well done, we do. sir. Well done. Well, we've had a hand. It's not as busy as it normally is, you know, this time of... He's like a pit car, a pit NASCAR (laughs) pit guy over here throwing stuff on Adam. So we have five people at the table. We have four in the new office, a humble four microphones and headsets. So forgive us as uh, Gaspar trades out with Adam. But, um, it's been a little slower than usual. You know, this time of year still is always pretty busy for us. Um, so this year it's been a little less, but, um, the cool thing is, Adam and I have worked together for a long, long time. And we've worked together this year, like as I assisted him or he assisted me at least three times, if not four. I think three or four.
2: You were, see, I was Batman twice for you, and you were at least once for me.
0: I think twice for you, twice, twice. For good, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, four Revel That's and West more important.
2: events than we've worked together in the last ten years, at least.
0: <laughs> but it's really fun, you know. We we're but right before you hopped on this, we were saying, "Oh, I love being the assistant because you just sit back and for me, it's like, oh, I don't have to." Your job is the details. My job is just throwing down on the dance floor because yeah. it's all important.
2: Definitely different stress levels. Yes, for sure. Because the MC slash DJ, you know, some events there's, you know. The DJ can make or break the wedding. Outside of the coordinator, I don't know what other person in a wedding can really dictate the outcome of a wedding. In my as much opinion, as
3: I would say a caterer is... A caterer can. Wedding. A caterer, I
2: mean, can, that's a caterer right. can mess up the food, but you still <laughs> got two to three hours left to party. That you mess those two to three hours up, they're going to be really upset.
0: See, I, I kind of think of the motto of like, you're only as good as your last song, at least in musician mentality. Yeah. So you're as good as you finish. So like a lot of these stuff that might not be so awesome for most people is yet. We were singing a song to the top of our lungs and Gaspar's taking a picture. Uh, sneaky little. <laughs> um, when you end like that, people remember hot, sweaty singing to the top of their lungs because I feel like a broken record, but the experience, that's what the experience is and how yeah. it looks and feels and sounds and all of that. So, um,
2: and the catered, more times than now, it's going to make the food that they've already made before. They're going to do the things they're it's, It was pretty re- repetitive What what comes of catering jobs. For the most part, for us, we're trying to do something different every single time. We're trying to be different every single time because we don't want you to go to a wedding, see us at it, and then see us at another wedding and you know, go. That was the exact same experience. We wanted to be catered to each individual couple.
0: We've had that situation where uh, – and a lot over the last few years, which I'm really – blessed for, fortunate, uh, uh, to have it, have had it happen. But where we're the, we have like our all out, which is what we call our Lux package, which is the customer furn- custom furniture, DJ booth, all of the production style lighting. It is that kind of next level experience. And so couple one, we have that at their wedding. And then now the four couples that just got engaged or about to get engaged, see that. And they're like, well, we want, you guys. It's like, well, crap. Now, how do we change it year to year? Or how do we evolve in such a way that it isn't? And heck, I had it this year, we had two, within six weeks, we had two friends. Like the bride was at, uh, we had one wedding at Westfield. My bride was there for my wedding at Revel, which you assisted me on. And um, I was like, this has got to be different. She's already seen it six weeks ago. Now, how do we do that? So that's uh, the, it's a fun challenge, though. I enjoy that. There's, There's many of ways do. to do it.
2: There's many ways to yeah. Do it. Just get creative, from your color schemes to your cocktail hour music to the f- overall feel of the evening. Period. You can really customize it to each person, each couple that you get. We get the, We have a. We're lucky. We get time to spend with the couples before their big day, and kind of grasp what it is they want out of their day, based on their age, based on their personality, based on a lot of things. And so we try to take all that information that we get and then apply it into how we perform on their wedding day.
0: Dude, that's, I mean, that's why we do it. That's why we do it.
2: Now the biggest reward ever is still having family and them come up to you at the end of the night going, better than we could ever imagine. If you can tell, yeah. if you could take a couple and say, at the end of the night, they're saying, our wedding turned out better than our dream wedding could have you know, yeah. been. That's the best part.
0: Exceeding expectations or sure.
2: yeah, possibilities. Because what kind of expectations do people have of their wedding? It's the biggest expectations probably of their life.
0: It's the most money they've ever spent on a one-day <laughs> event ever. So, yeah,
2: and it is pretty important. And we sit here talking about our stress level. Think about what they have to go through. It's a fair point. Think about what they're going through the day of their wedding, the week of their wedding, the day before their wedding. When we're here going, oh, man, I hope they dance. They're over here. They have a million things going through their mind. Of what, and at the end of the night, they're smiling, happy, and they don't seem stressful at all. That's the best part.
0: At a wedding uh, several weeks back, where at the end of the night, dad just walks over and shakes my hand. Like, didn't say anything for a minute. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah, like, what's up? And he was like, man, just thank
2: you. Just sincere gratitude.
0: Yeah, just thank you. That was awesome. And we played a, like a lot of like lit kind of stuff. I don't know, if dad was <laughs> all, all about or not, but his daughter had the result that she wanted for a wedding and that's, that's what, what he sees. That. And yeah. that equals success to him. So, um, it would kind of hop right into things. What did y'all do for Thanksgiving?
2: I had a lot of family in town.
0: 10 or 10 or less socially distanced. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were in two houses. of course. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Separate houses.
0: Hey man.
3: Uh, I avoided a lot of family that lives in town and, uh, <laughs> No, we we had uh, my my fiance and I went over and ate with my parents, which was nice. It was low key. I work with Dad a little bit during the week, so yeah. we're kind of already in the same risk circle. So that was a, a small, low key Thanksgiving dinner. It was very good. He has a Traeger grill,
0: dude. I want one of those, dude. It is so the Traeger. Nice. Yeah, he'll sit the there pellet pellet. Yeah, pellet
3: right? fat. He he can sit on his phone in the living room and, and start it. He can monitor the internal temperature of the turkey from his office if he wants to on his phone and just give it a little bump, little hotter, a little cooler, make sure it doesn't rush it. It Dude. is the coolest thing. And it paid off. That was the tenderest Turkey I have ever had in my life. Oh my God.
2: <laughs> I have heard that trigger grill owners talk more about their trigger grill than vegans <laughs> talk about being a vegan. It is
3: definitely <laughs> true. Uh,
2: <laughs> my dad is so proud of that grill.
1: It's good.
0: Oh my gosh. Gaspar, what'd you guys do?
1: You know, uh, spent time with some family, sister's house. Uh,
0: it's to your babies first. It's Thanksgiving, my
1: baby's first. Thanksgiving, I dressed her up myself. It was very cute. <laughs> well done, sir. Yes, like a turkey. I thought I'd. I, yeah, <laughs> I dressed her like a turkey. That's what it was. No, um, she was adorable. Everybody was awesome. Uh, it was a great time because we had family from Florida. Oh. Um, come up and um, visit. And we uh, did a FaceTime with uh, our family in uh, California and also Mexico. So it was a good time. Got to uh, see everybody virtually, um, you know, because the, you know, stuff that's going on right now, we can't really travel around as much. But, uh, you know, we made it work. I, I Oh, I- You told me you had a first. My first Turkey. <laughs> And uh, it was not bad, you know, I followed exactly uh, what the YouTube video said to do YouTube University of cooking over here Exactly (laughs) what he said. It was great. Um, But yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I set up a DJ booth in the garage Um, I always DJ for my family because that's one of the things that they see um, Is uh, very special in the group because my family all love to dance So, uh, yeah, so usually kick it off with some 80s, you know, go into some salsa, merengue. So are
0: you first generation or second generation?
1: Uh, Second gen.
0: Okay. Mexican-American for those who don't know. Sorry.
1: (laughs) I always think of that song. Mexican-American, the good high school. No? (laughs) (laughs) No? All right. Never mind. Uh, Moving on.
0: No, well, what'd you what you and Megan do? Oh man, we had a great Thanksgiving.
4: It was super low key, kind of like Arlie's. We spent some time with family, ate some food, and uh, finished up my last wedding the weekend before. So we kind of just got to chill the whole week. I uh, do have a little. What bit else of, did you I, do, <laughs> I do have a little bit of a ritual this time of year. Every year, uh, Assassin's Creed comes out in October.
0: The video game. The
4: video game. Yes. And uh, usually this time of year, I'll spend a few days playing nonstop without sleeping.
0: Like I told you this to your face. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this on this. Like I, uh, you're one of the most responsible people in normal everyday life for the first week of will and mine's relationship. He is not as easy to get a hold of or quick to return a text message (laughs) because he's going to take his two weeks off for Assassin's Creed and then hop back into things. Uh, and Hey man, it's been a heck of a year. I love that. It's been busy too. Have you beat
4: the game yet? Oh no! I oh no! Oh no! I'm about 36 hours in at this point, Ooh. and I'm 13 percent through with the Holy game. Holy cow!
2: That's when you put it on easy mode.
4: I, I love that. <laughs> we work hard, and it's cool to have like something
3: that you really enjoy just throwing yourself at and making time for. So that's fun. Well, I mean, yeah. he's got
2: 36 hours of Assassin's Creed and 32 hours of Golden Tee.
0: our latest video game edition at the office all
4: that rendering i do have so much time
0: (laughs) three second click and drag save a file or export a file and then just wait wait (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh we uh we kicked it out of the house just sam and i my wife and i and um we have some family with some health stuff so figured it best just to keep it the two of us then decorated for christmas that's what got me in the while we were decorating for Christmas, I went and got a tree for here too. Um, which the the balls on the bottom rung of the tree are evenly spaced <laughs> and also color like it's uh, there's a pattern going, which is funny. Whoever did that, um, so. <laughs>
2: that, was, that was Adam, you know, who did it. I always that. hang on the bottom because there used to be gifts under him, but like this year's not going to be gifts <laughs> this year I'm is kind of not tree. the year so for I might gifts. I'm to hang them as low.
0: Trying to the illusion of something's under the tree, but nothing under the tree. Gotcha. Yeah, boxes and wrap yeah man. <laughs> gotcha. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, Adam and I have worked together for a long time, and then, like we said, we, you know, we've worked together more times this year than ever. Um,
2: and I will say this: every wedding that we got to do together this year, every single one of them was fun. They were all great weddings. Like. I mean, like
0: all my weddings are great, Adam. Yeah,
2: yeah, all all weddings are great, but some you just remember as, especially when they're a month out from where you just did them. Yeah, but like, man, you look back, you are like, man, I don't remember ever seeing that at a wedding before. I don't remember ever seeing that at a wedding before. Like the worm. Like uh, in the last two months, Arlene and I did a wedding. Saw the bride do the worm in a dress, in the wedding dress. I am like, that's an expensive dress. (laughs) Like that's the first thing (laughs) comes to my mind. I am like. gonna get dry cleaned and, <laughs> and the floor start. is not clean. Yeah. Um, and then, and then less than a you know, month later. I so it again for the second time,
0: yeah. And just a few short days ago, we, um, I was the lead. Adam was assisting me and, um, and then Alejandro worked with us too, which is Gaspar's brother. He's not here right now, but Alejandro worked with us too.
1: speak for him. What's up? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that actually sounds like Alejandro. So, um, so he was with us as well. So we worked, uh, Sheridan and Sarah's wedding. Uh, I say worked, I, you know, I, I, I say that, but it was not work. It was a really awesome time because, um, Sheridan is in the wedding industry. She manages I me. Mean, I'm not sure what her official title is, but she's the main person who is at my wedding group here in Greenville, which is kind of a, uh, it's a group for education of wedding, uh, vendors, and then well, a way for brides and potential couples to find wedding vendors, and um, so she runs that. And and even before even before she worked there, she chose us to be their wedding DJ. And um, so it's Sharon and Sarah. Um, Sarah told me at the end of the wedding, but right before they were walking out for their bubble bubble gun exit, pretty cool. Um, she told me she goes y'all. You were the first vendor that we chose, the first vendor that we chose out of everything. I was like, that really? She's like, oh yeah. Well, like for sure, we knew we wanted a great time and um, <clears> had <throat> heard about you guys or something. And so I was like, all right, that's nope. <laughs> glad, glad we killed it. Um, so, so they both met um, in in school, and um, so we essentially had. I'm trying to dig dig deep past pre-Thanksgiving here <laughs> um, to soccer team at Erskine and uh, for Sarah and so- and softball for Sheridan. I know, and uh, so they then they had their teams there and their friends and all that. So lot of lot of younger folks. It was a really awesome time. You know the everything from. At their wedding, do I just be blunt as to say it? I don't at every wedding get the warm fuzzies. But there was no doubt in my mind that they were crazy, like meant for each other in love. It was beautiful from the moment they started um, through, you know, our reception, um, the first dance, which their music was awesome. Their music selections are great and just and unique, different kind of stuff. And uh, first time I ever played RuPaul for an introduction, Adam, that song is actually awesome. Uh, Kitty That Walk, what's the name of it? Sissy That Walk. Sissy, Sissy That Walk. Walk,
2: yeah, that's right. Why'd you look on. at me? I of you me the name of the song. <laughs> We've already
0: talking about this, and you were like, that's ah, a good song. Um, it, It's just, it was an awesome
2: time. I think Justin has, has mentioned this before in a past podcast about my ability to see things going on and recognize things that are going on at a wedding and stuff, and, so when I'm not DJing, and then follow these DJing or Justin's DJing or somebody else is DJing, more times than not, it's me poking them on the chest, going or on the shoulder, going, Hey, look at that! Look at that! Hey, look, <laughs> look what you're doing! Look at, look at what you got going on! And at the wedding that we're talking about right now, you know, the grandmother who had Parkinson's disease was standing up the entire night, oh. dancing in place the entire night, off to the side, just her and her husband by themselves, and she loved every minute of it. And I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen at a wedding that. She made the effort to do that all night long. She didn't have to. She could have sat down and just watched. But she chose to stand there.
0: She was taking in life, man. Yeah, it was
2: it was it was, awesome. it was awesome.
0: Your their first dance was really cool. It's called She Keeps Me Warm, uh, by Mary Lambert, which Adam goes, Oh yeah, that's the song from the the, the uh, song that the Macklemore song sang Same out. love. Same uh, love. Yeah. And um, which makes a heck of an awesome first dance song. It was Freaking awesome. And they had choreographed their dance so that, again, it's about moments. It's about what we can do. And um, they choreographed their first dance with Susan Palmer at Palmer Dance. She's great. We work with her a lot. She just sends us an email of, hey, I want this edit. We send it over and tweak that for couples and all that. And um, I think the song is about four minutes long. Excuse me. I think the song is about four minutes long. And um, they – They danced for like two minutes. They had the grand dip where they thoughtfully do was so awesome. They end up like open arms towards everybody on the guests. And I was instructed at that point that they wanted everybody to join because it was about inclusion, everybody being a big part of their day and just the people that they love all boom on the dance floor. So I love stuff like that when it's not gimmicky. And that was not getting. I mean, that was there for them. So that was really, 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 really awesome. It
2: worked really well because sometimes it's a, it's you're like, well, that's not how things are normally done. But we're gonna make it work for them, you know, because there's a flow to things. Like bring everybody to the dance floor, then turn around and do parents dances, ask them to leave the dance floor again. But it worked great, and it shocked me how well it worked. How how eager they were to get out on the dance floor and share that moment with the bride, with the brides.
0: Yeah. So we went into dinner dinner took a long time. So the new stuff with the pro code kind of protocols, it took, it took a minute. So it took a minute. So we went into, and again, being on the back end of things and looking at a timeline, um, we, which we had from, uh, we were at old cigar warehouse as well. Um, where Gaspar mentioned. So we're at old cigar warehouse, um, which we love Hannah. There's great. And I said, Hey, um, what if we went ahead and moved a couple of things around and while people are still in line. So we were able to make some, save some time there. Um, so then we had, you know, went into following dinner. We had our toast, we had our cake cutting. And then ultimately Adam kind of what Adam led to it was Barbara and Chuck was their name, dude. And I think like, I remember their names. It was Barbara and Chuck was Sarah's have, grandparents. Like so we opened up the dance floor with an anniversary dance and, I've seen DJs do it. It's funny. Adam, I think said, he does it a certain way. I do it backwards of normal, I guess. Um, cause my idea is I want everybody to come to the dance floor and not leave the dance floor. I like that. So I build, I'll start with that. If that's something they want, um, they go, Hey, we want an anniversary dance. So I said, okay, what do you think about this? We open the dance floor with it and I like to go ahead and find out who the couple is, especially if they're See, older and they've yeah. married 60 years, they probably don't get around. As much More as 30-year-olds.
2: You can find out who it is before you ever do it.
0: Correct. Sure. So I like to do my homework, figure out who it was. And I had already spoke with uh, Sarah's dad, Brian. I was like, that's Barbara and Chuck, right? He goes, yep. Perfect. So they were staged next to the dance floor. They were right here. And um, so they got married in 1965. So I had, I had, and again, like what you said, Adam, I figured out ahead of time, I did my homework. I knew the right and think so i said barbara and chuck married in 1965 right and they were like yeah you know he's these are older folks you know and and i always even talk about our couples parents don't go out like they used to they don't share that first dance like they did when they were younger and as you get older that stuff just doesn't happen as much so for them to be, have that moment and kind of you know re i don't know i say reignite the flame but you know what i'm saying like they get to share that moment it's probably been a minute that is why uh, I love this. That's why I love this. Um, it was really fun.
2: And then... You know it's a good time when <clears throat> the guests are paying or offering to go over <laughs> and bring you in for longer so before the night's over. And
0: that's the cool thing because Sheridan's in the wedding industry as well. So we had... Um, it was us, Cigar Warehouse, and then we had um, Novoli Photography, and then the owners of Novoli, Stephen and Summer... Uh, were there as well. And we had like other vendors there. Karen was Sapphire blooms and her husband. And then we had Holly and Ken Bowers. She did the cake. So she invited all of our vendors to be, which she also has a relationship with, which was really weird seeing the people normally running around, hustling and bustling, mm-hmm. like sitting at a table, just not knowing what to do with themselves. Really? Like uh, I get that feeling go to a wedding. I feel the same way. So, that was that was cool. We got to work with all of them and Stephen comes up and he goes, How much to go longer? And needless to say, we kept going. We we yeah. kept on going. Um, for a little bit longer. That and we could have gone longer weather. too.
2: Like, we could have even gone longer. Like they weren't ready. They weren't ready to stop. Oh
0: spot. no, it was it was full gear. And then um so we had full dance floor, all the teams, we had the special Many, those planning
2: forms. How many rolls of uh, paper did we go through in the printer for that photo booth? <laughs> that photo booth was busy.
0: So we had a mirror photo booth there, and it was it was very 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 busy. Um, their planning forms that they they gave us a lot of information, which I prefer because now I can shout out the Erskine soccer team. I can play those songs. I know who to tell, and you know make some noise. You know, uh, Lady Erskines—I don't know what they're called, but whatever that is—like make some noise, all the that. more we can customize the yeah. wedding to them, yeah,
2: to make it about them.
0: So that was awesome. And then Arlie—they did. I know this is a thing Arlie loves. I love it too. Is the they did a private last dance. Love it. So we have our intelligent lights, just this little starry pattern up on the wall. I saw the video. Yeah, that. Man. that was really good. Looking. And then they just shared. So and it's from a DJ from a behind-the-scenes point of view while everybody else, while we're getting all your drunk friends and all your family outside, you're having your dance inside while we're getting them sparklers in hand or bubble guns or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it logistically works well too. Um, but so you had that private moment and that's when I went up to Sarah and she was like, yeah, you were our first choice. So um, we, that was a heck of a way to kind of wrap up the, the year 2020. I've got one more this weekend. And um, I have high hopes. It's going to be a fun one, too. We're so, going to
2: be talking a lot about that one.
0: I think that's its own podcast. That's and of its, a, uh, it's got
2: every bell and whistle we got, right? Pretty much. Everything. Pretty so much. Yep. stay tuned. Wait, I have snow. Do you have snow?
0: I have snow. You both have snow? We both have snow. Oh, wow. So we do this thing, snow, what Adam's of talking about. Of course, it's going to
2: come down to the weekend again every year where I do snow. and like, oh, it might snow this weekend anyway.
0: <laughs> Remember that? Was it year <laughs> before last? The first year we did that big Christmas party yeah. that, we do, that we all got snowed in at the Hyatt.
2: Yeah, I had a snow that night. That we had two
0: snowing. snow weddings. Literally, I had one goat person on snow duty. They went to one wedding to make it snow for the exit. Which So snow exit is basically, instead of a sparkler exit – When our couple is walking out, it's snowing. Or like when the guests walk outside for the exit, it's snowing. And yes, it's fake. But it looks really real. And it looks really real in video and and photo.
3: It looks awesome.
0: Yeah. So we had one dude on snow duty. He was going to this place. And then he was going, wrapping it up there, cleaning up there, and going to another place. And that was the night. That it poured snow and we <laughs> I got stuck downtown and so it was really snowing when we were making it snow. That, that
3: was that was fortunate. Are you talking about the one a couple of years ago? Yeah that that is how Justin met DJ Oh Arley. my gosh, yes. If you hadn't got <laughs> snowed in that <laughs> night and showed up at uh, <laughs> that's exactly at, DT's at a, the a, DT's tavern because
0: yeah. we got done. I was so pissed off because we were stuck in a hotel and I'd put everybody up and I was like, "Heck with this, let's go get a drink because there's nothing else to do. We're stuck." Yep. And then Arlie, long-haired edition, was in. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, was the DJ. That's right. Dude, good memory.
2: Oh, man. I was at Huguenot Loft that night, and I'd parked in the uh, loading dock of the Peace Center. And between me going, doing the snow exit, and walking back upstairs, breaking everything down, and coming back outside, the Peace Center just let out. Uh, oh, show
0: can I can I tell you which show that was? Uh,
2: was it Lang? Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay, yeah. So Hamilton. Yeah. So the busiest show they've ever had at that place. Let's out as I'm a prime Saturday out. at Hamilton. And yeah. this is when it proceeds to start snowing profusely and sticking <laughs> <Profusing>. extremely fast. <laughs> and now I am rolling all of our big furniture, as tall as me, on wheels up a hill that is now slick as could be, and I'm wearing slick shoes, and. <laughs> I am trying to push it up the hill to get to my place, and those Hamilton people come flying out of that place. Those are pushing people. me down the hill. They're like, get out of my way. I have to get home and, you know, buy toilet paper and milk and everything else. So they're pushing me down the hill as I'm trying to push it up towards the car. I'm like, this is not fun. But. We had a great
3: wedding. We say to keep it positive on the podcast. No, that's... I I, found that positively
1: (laughs) hilarious. Those darn Hamilton people. But it was
0: fun. Those darn (laughs) Hamiltons.
1: Amazing.
0: Um, Yeah, man. So Arlie had... You had a couple weddings as well, right?
3: Yeah, I had uh, had two last weekend. Uh, The first one was uh, Melissa and JJ. I was working with Alex on our team, and I got to work with... uh, a pretty cool videographer on that one. Nah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I got to work with Will. I always uh, enjoy working with Will because I eventually get to see some really cool photo and video from, or a very cool video from that. Yeah. It was a good wedding for sure. Where was, was that? at? That was a lot of fun. That was at the Avenue.
0: Love Avenue. Great view. Super cool. It was cool. amazing.
3: They put Great us in view. the, uh, they put us in the corner mm-hmm. where you can see down both ways. So that's uh that was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Big wedding.
0: So you worked with Will. Will's pretty easy to work yeah. with.
3: Will Wright AVL. <laughs> He's pretty easy. Check is with. in the mail. Uh, who else did you work with? Um, so our wedding planner on that one was Heather Lockerbie.
0: Dude, timeless events. They're great. That, we're working with them uh, Saturday. She was Heather's,
3: Heather's so, love. so she was good. Nice. That, that was. Uh,
0: Dude, I got our van stuck in mud. <laughs> 2019. It was a heck of a wedding. I'll put it this way. I walked into the groom suite. So you know, we when we get set up, we don't wear suits. We wear our like whatever shorts and a polo or whatever. Walk into this particular venue. It's like an old house. You walk in the basement part because I had to get you know spiffy, it had to look good, and it smells like a Motley Crue green room, dude. It smell <laughs> all the smells of a bar and a green room and a concert are all there. I'll just leave it there. There was a one seven five a fireball, and there was not much left. So they had had a good time. <laughs> so needless to say, the people were uh, the groomsmen were a handful. Uh, Heather had her hands full, but yet she's the perfect person for that because she is a take no, you know what kind of gal. Oh, yeah, and um, but she's who they needed because this venue. How do I say this without like telling you who it is? The where we were to be set up is in a floodplain. And it was rainy, pouring all day. And I'm like, okay, great. Hang on. I'm going to mute our mic, so I'm going to tell everybody where this is. But I'm not going to tell you. It's nice. I like the place. There's some cool stuff about the place. But being in a floodplain when it's pouring, I'm not a fan of that with expensive equipment. And so all this is going on. Fast forward. I'm an idiot we were leaving. I'm like, oh, Thank God. And we were wet. You know, it was just one of those days outside. We're leaving. I do a three pointer in the uptown van. <laughs> <laughs> I made it to point number two. Oh, no. And <laughs> <laughs> just spinning. Um, long story short, 45 minutes or so goes by. We've borrowed two by four shovels, anything you can do. Cardboard. <clears throat> and Heather gets behind. She's like, let's, it's the first time I ever got stuck in a van too. So I didn't have it in low. I just had it in drive. <laughs> so there's that, but we'll leave that there. So, oops. So Heather's driver's side, rear headlight behind the van. They're like, we're going to rock it and push you. When you rock forward, Go.
2: Does this ends in a busted
0: headlight. I no. This yeah. ends with Heather with mud from my back tire, <laughs> from her neck down to her feet, because I s- splat all over her. Like literally, oh my god. We literally hose piped each other off. It was me. Forget who was with me, and then her and her assistant. Everybody had mud all over. We literally took a hose pipe to each other at the end of the night because that's where we were. Yes. It's awesome. Yeah. So I
2: mean, all, awesome. That said, all that said. It happened to y'all, not us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's a, not anybody. Not just anybody could handle that. Heather's <laughs> oh that gosh. type of who was like, yeah, let's do it. Rock it. She was great. She's a redneck. She from Bo- she's from Boston. She's from Massachusetts. Yet she's she's a southern girl. I wouldn't
2: guess she's, she's from Massachusetts.
0: It. She is. I find that she must uh, have been
2: here longer than half her life.
0: think she's a military brat. If my memory okay. serves. That's why not there. So she's got right. But so she is the perfect fit. I, I love working with her. And this weekend it's gonna be raucous. The big wedding. I'm gonna I'm gonna need When was the last India. time you had
2: this much extra stuff at a wedding? Never. This is the most the biggest ever, right? Wow. Biggest, biggest ever weather, biggest wedding ever. No pressure. Just
0: my last is wedding it, of twenty twenty is, 2020 is all. <laughs> What's that?
2: Is it just the two of you?
0: No, we have five people. Yeah just
1: the five of us yeah just the five yeah
0: there's five of us because it's so involved yeah and then will's joining us for video cuz well, I was just thinking oh I'm my hoping god hoping we will's can't pass this up <laughs> to capture all of the stuff oh, i'm sorry just the six of us there yeah right. <laughs> remix um so yeah, so sorry. I uh, I took us away from Heather. So you worked with Heather. Yep,
3: Heather was fantastic. She is, is very good at rallying the groomsmen together. It is uh, definitely...
0: She's a groomsmen whisperer. She, she,
3: she managed to get them all in the same place at the same time for us to do introductions. It was pretty impressive. That's yeah. always, that, that can be a
2: challenge. the easiest thing to do always. <laughs> no, and
0: she brings a team too.
2: Yeah. Uh, like then we having have,
0: the right amount of people on hand... Is pretty important because she has all of the people, so she can be in more places than one. Then we had uh,
3: Kendra Martin on photo. Is that right, Will? Kendra Martin. Dude, she's great. I, I
4: think you have worked with her more than I have. I've worked with her a lot. Um, Will's I, we, a Kendra we, fan. Yes, absolutely. I'm a Kendra fan. Um, she's fantastic to work with, fantastic with the couples, and we usually end up ahead of schedule, which is awesome. And um, yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, in more ways than one, it gives us gives you guys more time to prepare, but it also gives a couple a break um, from all the the hustle and bustle of the the first part of the wedding day, which is mostly filled with running around trying to get photos in the right place. And, and I think that's the cool thing about what you guys do. I mean, by the time they get to the reception, they're they're ready to relax a little bit. They've got through all the formalities. They've got through most of the things that. They had to do that they wanted to do to get the photos, and they're just sort of ready to relax and party. And I think Melissa and JJ really, really embraced it. They had a blast.
3: They were so much fun from from the first call with them. Like they had a whole lot of personality. Uh, it, it was a really fun call. They both work at uh, Walford College. Is actually how they met. Uh, he was uh, coaching baseball. Am I remembering baseball? That is correct. I feel like yep. it's baseball, and she. <laughs> And, and she was a um, over a, a, some some part of advertising, uh, but I, I had skimmed through and, and like gone through all that information and prepped for their call and got on the phone call with them and was like, "So you guys are teachers?" And he, "You guys are both teachers." He goes, zero for two. That that was the <laughs> that was the start of the call because, uh, but it, it was really fun. Like we just clicked really well. Went through all their stuff. They they did something. Really cool for their introductions, actually. Something that I have only done once before.
0: What's that?
3: Uh, so for one, they did a different song for each person in their introductions, they, and he wanted to do kind of the baseball walkout. Oh, cool! So he had like a little excerpt to read for everyone, like mostly just poking fun at them as we brought them out. So it it, it was a uh, uh, let, let me let me see let me pull this out and a little grab bit of a roast. Of <laughs> Grab one. Adam,
2: you
0: had those recently, didn't you?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So More basketball, them baseball, but yeah, it,
3: it was the start. It was, uh, he has been mistreating his body since oh six and she only drinks imported water. Now introducing Bob Van Wert and Tori Lawing. So it, it, it was every <laughs> single awesome. one of them because he, he apparently knew he was getting roasted during the toasts. So like, he wanted to get the first lick. He, he was, <laughs> he wanted to, to strike preemptively. Yeah, nice. Uh, it was a lot of fun, and we did the different songs for all of them, which was a really fun thing to coordinate with Alex. I made him one single track that had all of the songs on it with Hot Cues. I have found that is the only way to do that.
0: We have that this weekend, too. Yeah. We're making a track, yeah. yes.
3: One, one track, Hot Cues, lets you jump straight to it. That that saves a lot of jumping through hoops. But they they were a ton of fun. Um, Got them out, and their, their first dance was actually uh, – I want to dance with somebody, but it was Ben Rector's cover of it. I like um, some Ben Rector. It was really good. It It was really good. I enjoyed it. And a
4: crazy dance floor will back me up. That was one of those nights where I I didn't put the camera down. Like, from the moment the dance floor started to when y'all were done, camera was in hand, ready to go film the dance floor. They were there to party.
2: Well, if always on the ones and twos, it's gonna be a you're not gonna have very much time. Well, well, this
3: this was another one we talked about this a couple podcasts ago or last podcast I can't remember, but like trying to get your thumb on the pulse. Yep, going through those different songs and trying to figure out you know what is going to be uniquely surprising, like what what are you gonna put out to kind of test the waters, and then they just go nuts, and it ended up being a lot of like. 90s rock like kind of alternative stuff and it it was uh it was really really fun
0: was this Oh, this is, this is that you, you've Arlie walks into the office or we all got here like at the same time to drop off our equipment on and all of that.
3: Okay. We all got here at almost mm. the same time. I was a little bit later and these jerks were up here playing golden tea. <laughs> I did not know <laughs> they Amen. were in the building. <laughs> Amen. Alex is like, I think I heard something. I'm like, no, they're not here. If they were we here, only, like, did they know we're here. They would have come out and given yeah. us a hand.
2: Oh, we knew you were here. We were just like, be quiet. Yeah, don't hit, don't hit the ball yeah. to golden tea too hard. To
0: we were playing golden tea like this. Just so. we we're in the middle of a very intense
2: match. It was our first time playing. So
0: <laughs> that's the one thing that he comes in. He could not wait. Like we were talking about the music, and he goes, "Wait a minute, I just have to." Here he comes back in with his computer, brings up the history of the night, and tells it. It was a.
3: It was all over. The there's place. songs
0: you would never imagine ever playing. There was like that happened and worked tremendously well.
3: Yeah. I would read all of them off my laptop if we hadn't killed it earlier. <laughs> filming um <Christmas-themed laughs> Christmas themed videos. Those are probably on our Instagram <laughs> by yeah. the time this comes out. <laughs> if any of them make the cut. Stay.
0: Oh, they're good. They're good. I don't need to get in there. You've got, you've got a good one, man. You've got, yeah. A good yeah. One. Um, so they raged out good times.
4: They, they raged out. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. AFI stuck out to me.
3: AFI. I know AFI, Good Charlotte. I mean. Raise your hands if you ever played
2: AFI at a wedding.
0: (laughs) Boom. 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 (laughs) What song by Good Charlotte?
3: Anthem Um, or? Yeah, anthem. Anthem. It was was the classics because if you're going at a wedding, if you're going to go kind of off the – very beaten path of like kind right. of what we think of as like the cliche wedding music. Is that okay to say that there are some songs that
0: yeah a lot of cliche there's
3: songs music. that we play at just about every wedding because they're kind of the staples. They work, they do well, they help mm. you figure out the crowd, they help and you get, they're also requested. And they're also requested. They help because you get on multi-generational your
2: feet. Generational songs.
3: Yeah, and, and it was a and if you're going to go off of that beaten path, you have to still if it's you know unless you get very specific requests you try and stay in the mainstream as you're testing the waters. so it's it's the one that everyone knows
0: well that's awesome and um, he has no idea this is about to happen oh, but no. I told you you got a review today okay it's for this wedding it's it it is. Is for this wedding okay all right <clears throat> via google haven't heard this yet yeah no. via google today like uh, around two o'clock Melissa five star review spoiler alert I don't even know where to begin with uptown entertainment they made our wedding day perfect two exclamation points we had DJ Arley and can't say enough great things about him from the upfront planning he made everything easy smooth and stress-free he understood what we were looking for in our wedding day and made it awesome we used uptown for our ceremony music microphones and for a reception their professionalism and customer service is unreal. Our reception was the most fun dance filled night. And it was absolutely what we had hoped for and dreamed of for our wedding. All of our guests, I'm not done. get more. all of our guests were raving about how amazing the DJ was. Everyone was super impressed. All I did was give DJ Arley a few songs he wanted. We wanted played and he took it from there. All I did was give DJ Arley. Oh, just kidding. Read that one again. Hands down the absolute watch. best DJ in Greenville. If you want your wedding to be a fantastic, fun day, definitely book Uptown Entertainment for exclamation points. Well done, sir.
3: It was a lot of fun. I'm going to have to send them an email. That was really sweet. Yeah,
0: man. That's, uh, yeah, that's... It was super cool.
3: They gave me great music to work with and gave me the freedom to kind of go wherever, and it was just, it turned out really well. I was really happy.
0: Would you rather have a lot of requests or a little bit of requests?
3: That is such a difficult question. Depending on... it,
2: It depends on... So Arlie had a wedding a couple weeks ago that was a different type of music than normally played at most weddings. Which is? Just different artists that we don't normally play, stuff that's not as dancing as That was as the normal. next
3: day we're going to talk about that wedding hey, next.
2: But in <laughs> a wedding like that, would you much rather have more music or less music? I'd rather have more on an event like that.
3: I mean, it, to me, it depends on the bride and groom yeah. a lot and where, where their head is at. Because sometimes you get someone who has a ton of music that they super, that they are super passionate about and they love and they want to hear all of those songs like they're they're, And a lot of the time those are songs that work. So I I don't mind getting a lot of requests. I like having a couple who either know exactly what they want and it's good or have some idea of what they want and put the rest in my hands.
2: I think it's a mixed bag of different events. I've had an event where they gave me 300 songs. I know dang well they didn't expect to have all 300 songs played at their wedding. Yeah. It's impossible time. You know, right. Sometimes they give me like too much stuff and I'm like, I don't have time like this. There's not enough time in cocktail hour and dinner to get yeah. some of these songs that you want. Put in. Yeah. And, you know, and like,
3: that, and that comes out in the meeting. Like if you get sure. a bunch of songs, you can then break that down and talk to the couple and be like, so let, let, let's get realistic expectations. Sure. Setting let's, realistic yeah.
0: expectations on that is pretty, yeah. pretty, pretty key.
2: But it all depends like if you have a really good meeting with them and you feel like you get to know them really well, music, how much song dedications and requests they make, it's not as important if you feel like you get the vibe and the feel and the overall one of what they yeah. you know what it For is they me, want.
3: I like to get like a decent list of songs on their must playlist, like a good like 10, 12 yeah. songs that are like these are the songs that they absolutely one hundred percent have to hear. They are significant to them, they're their favorite songs, play them no matter what. But then once you get past that and it's like, hey, here's just some music we like, like here's an idea of who we are and the kind of stuff we like, the more the better on that. Like a play if possible list is just that. It's music for me to look at and pull from and it becomes kind of the first line when I'm looking for a song. So so it gives that
0: direction to kind of nowhere.
3: If I'm... I've got my one song playing. I'm trying to think of what I'm going to do next. The first places I go is going to be. They're like play of possible lists. I'm going to go through and say, you know what? That might work. That might work. And then, you know, I might not run into something that fits exactly what we need there. So I can go off off the books and try and find something out of my stuff. So, yeah, I love getting a ton of music on that play if possible. And then try and not completely overwhelm it on the must plays just to make sure that we can hit all of those must play songs at the right time.
2: I've had a handful of weddings this year with with no requests. Like they are just like, this is what we want for ceremony. This is what we want to play to dinner. Rest is on you. Like, you know, just go with it, whatever you want to do. And that's where we have to fall into our ability to read crowds, to be able to read who is in front of us and see how they're reacting to the music that we're playing and understand all that. But like I said, with the requests, if I'm going to go up to the plate and try to hit a home run off a guy, a scouting report's going to help a lot more. They just go up there never knowing anything. If you give me a scouting report, chances of me hitting a home run are a lot higher than you know me just walking up to the plate not knowing what, you're, what it is that you're about.
0: You know, you just want slider, slider, fastball. On I was going to say, I man. did not all
3: understand right. the analogy at all, but I think I understood <laughs> from context.
0: It's the homework <laughs> aspect of things. So tell us about this other wedding that you do. Uh, post-
3: so this with. is uh, not actually an uptown wedding. Oh, as a matter of fact, Oops. this is a, this is a sound choice wedding. This is our kind of sister company. A lot of our DJs work in both places. If you does someone want to define the difference in sure. that? Sure. Because this uh, is this is kind of the the king of Uptown and the king of Sound Choice on the other side. It's uh,
0: Uptown is more Justin production. And Adam run these production focused weddings. You know some of the crazy stuff, and um, not everybody. It's like why Baskin Robbins has thirty one flavors. Everybody likes the different stuff. There's different flavors for different folks. Um, not everybody wants that. So more of kind of a you know the quality of Uptown, the the um, quality DJs, all of that through, but just less other stuff. It's just pretty much you need solid a solid DJ for your event. That's it. So that's that's the difference. So solid DJ, early Oh, Adam, go ahead. And
2: one of the main differences you're gonna get one instead of two people coming to the event because of less production. Yeah, not as many hands are needed. Yeah. So the wedding, all he's about to talk about was him Just alone.
3: Just me. They know nothing, next to nothing about this one. Um, I was with Caitlin and James. Uh, they cool. were a ton of fun to work with. They were really cool, fairly easygoing. Uh, put a lot of stuff in my hands, gave a lot of direction for kind of what they wanted, and then left it a little bit up to me. I know uh, Caitlin's mom had a lot of music that she sent me as well that was a little bit different from uh from caitlin's music had to had to get had to go through the approval process on that and sneak some some 80s stuff in uh but uh it was uh, have you worked with sarah walters the wedding planner thousand times this was her last wedding no oh. she is uh she is out of the game but that was uh that was kind of a special thing i i don't believe i have worked with her much ever she but does a handful a-
0: every year She's great. She always just referred to us, or just sent us weddings. Yep. Um, Adam's worked with her multiple times. I've worked with her multiple times. She's great. Loved her. Really hate to hear that. And, and hopefully, and it was, uh, I know she has growing boys. I know. Yeah. So she, she wants to she be she more involved in that. that so. And
3: she she did. Um, one of the I think it was Caitlin's si- sibling, a sister or brother. Uh, had done one of their weddings, and uh, oh, cool! So she got brought back in with the family to come and do this one as the follow-up wedding. But it, it was a uh, it was a little bit different for me. We talked about like different kinds of music and learning music from brides and grooms. Yeah, uh, they had a much more indie playlist than I like than,
0: alternative rock kind of indie. Um,
3: are you familiar with the group Rainbow Kitten Surprise?
0: Yeah, they're out of Asheville.
3: Okay, I was not. Come on, come on, DJ man.
0: Man, they're actually, they've hit national prominence. They're on like serious. Apparently that, right?
3: yeah. I, I, I discovered them through this couple. It was yeah. pretty cool. A lot, a lot of a uh, lot of that kind of like a little bit more left field than where I usually live. So I had to, to do my homework going into this one and prep their stuff, which was a really cool experience. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself. But you
0: learned, I love when I learn new music from our couples, like yeah. they're like, you know, you guys had Hallie and Nick a few, few weeks uh, ago. Yeah. <laughs> And you were like, did this playlist their music?
2: Like I was playing one <laughs> yeah. of his songs. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Nick. That was really yeah, cool. His own, his own song on the list. I'm like, I'm playing it during cocktail. Line, I'm like, wait, this guy's the same name as the groom. There's like, no way. This song's way too good. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. This song, this is, song awesome. is way too good.
3: <laughs> so it, it was, it was a really, it was a beautiful ceremony. I enjoyed the ceremony and uh, Sarah had warned me about the toasts specifically the father of the bride's speech. Okay,
0: because
3: she has worked with the family before, and when we were like back in the vendor room eating, uh, she hadn't eaten yet. She was still running around and came back and checked on us, and we were like, "Hey, Sarah, are you gonna eat? Are you getting some food?" A- and she said, "I will have plenty of time to eat oh. during the father of the bride's speech." Oh no,
0: he so, likes to talk. This guy, huh? he
3: does. Uh, hey, it's his
0: daughter's wedding, you know?
3: Absolutely. So, get so it? this was Brett Pyle. Uh, he came and talked to me ahead of time and got mic'd up with a lapel mic instead of doing the handheld mic.
0: Oh, so, I, <laughs> I, didn't I didn't want his arm to get sore he for a I did not not know, ready.
3: I, I did not know what to expect. And then he just broke out what, hands down, the most beautiful, like, parent of the bride speech I've ever heard. That's awesome. It was such a special thing. He talked about, you know, when when she was born and he he told this story that, that I'm not going to get completely into, but it was like five prayers that he was praying for each of his fingers in her life. And it was just it was really special. And he walked around and acknowledged people in the room who were a part of each of those five prayers and who kind of like fulfilled those parts of her life. And it was just really it was just a beautiful thing. And I went up to him afterwards and I told him, uh Man, that that was really wonderful. That was not the longest speech that I've heard from a father of the bride, <laughs> but it's probably the longest one I enjoyed. <laughs> but cool. that was uh that was a lot of fun. That that was honestly a standout moment from that wedding was that that connection and that vulnerability in that story. It was personal. It was That's really one cool. of
2: the cool things that we get to experience being part of doing this for a living is that we get to experience those moments that have nothing to do with us have nothing to do you know like we're not part of that family we didn't grow up with people yeah but you still get to see times where these speeches can can grasp you the just the person on the outside of listening and watching and and affect your emotions and that kind of stuff there's been many times where I've listened to fathers during the dance or during a toast or whatever seeing them get emotional mothers get emotional and you get to be part of that and enjoy that in the moment oh, as well. Oh, I,
3: I get caught up in it. I get caught up I'm, in it too, I'm sure. there.
2: I want to be caught up in it. I want to be part of that moment because I can't be part of the whole picture of what's going on that night if I'm not part of every little thing too. Yeah. But
0: I cry so freaking easily. Like it's, And then you have to talk in front of people, so I'm like, hang on, get it. Buddy, you got this. Get it together. Get it together. I, I've up. learned how
2: to cry inside, <laughs> not outside. Like I can watch I a, an this. E60 on ESPN and cry. You know, like... Oh, it's a Tom kidding, Rinaldi you know, speaks, speaks you know, like, in so the. I learned how to cry inside, instead of the outside.
0: That's funny. I, uh, man, I can't. <laughs> learn to cry. I've learned to cry inside. It's a good song name, right there. <laughs> cry
1: inside.
0: He hasn't spoken in 40 minutes. He was <laughs>
1: dying. <laughs>
0: yeah. He's yeah, dying. Let me, let, me get, <laughs> let me
2: get in here. I mean,
0: <laughs> holding. Holding. in the
2: fifth wheel. <laughs> Hold me, holding his <laughs> poor away from a microphone for this long. <laughs> <laughs> has tortured him. Uh, a couple of times I'm like,
1: you know what? He totally wants me to speak right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just sensed it. Well, at this juncture, uh, Got to Before we wrap up here, big happy birthday uh, to one of those behind the scenes here.
2: Hardest working woman in Uptown. Hardest.
0: Happy birthday, Savannah. She, uh, she makes this uh, world turn, the Uptown world. And uh, so it's her 21st birthday all over again right here. Cool. So um, happy birthday to her. And um, here in just a few short days, coming up at Southern Bleachery, we have an open house. We have one.
2: Ninth of November. Yeah. Ninth of November. Five
0: to seven. Come and check us out there. Looking forward to seeing you. Uh, great way to see some great vendors. There's us, we're the entertainment vendor, and then there's uh, cake and food and flowers and the
3: ninth
1: of what?
0: What did I say
1: <laughs> 9th of December? I'm about to say we better go <laughs> about to back in it. Time. Is, is September, <laughs> November. I don't know what I
3: said. The, night, hey, we, the next night. We talked about it on the previous podcast. We recorded directly night. before recording this one. Dude, it, it's, dude, spoil it. you? <laughs> I know. I'm just saying one of these podcasts is going to be released after the night. No,
0: maybe really? we do a double <laughs> episode. Who knows? <laughs> Needless to say, well, if you weren't at the Southern Bleachery, man, it was on amazing. December 9th to five to seven. You missed out. It was, it was lit. You missed it was out. It um, <laughs> Man, uh, good to have you guys in here. Looking forward to our wedding this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah. Looking forward to hearing about uh, Kara's wedding this weekend. It's going to be a good time. So uh, until next time. It's uh, the Monday after podcast.com the Monday after podcast with Uptown Entertainment and will write famous AVL over here. The Thanks quiet for one me guys. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> always a pleasure. will <laughs> see you guys.